to the Fit Fact King podcast, where we share the experiences of athletes, personal trainers, and health coaches. We talk about their struggles, mindset, habits, motivation, and most importantly, why they started. If you're looking to optimize your health, then this is the podcast for you. In a world of misinformation, get the facts about getting fit with your host, Amar Graywall. Hello and welcome to the brand new episode of the Fit Fact King. I am so thrilled today to introduce to you guys with the guest from Cape Town, South Africa. She's an amazing person, full of knowledge, specialized in women bodies. She's a personal trainer and health wellness coach. As I said, she's living in Cape Town. She's already had a passion about fitness. So she started to do this fitness course while she was running her own business called Bamboo Project. She specializes in women fitness, training them according to their bodies, according to their unique menstrual cycle and the hormonal fluctuations. Please welcome Daniela. Hello, Daniela. Welcome to my podcast. Hi, Ma. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very, very well. How are you? Good, good. <laughs> I, I am so excited to have you on this show. We're all going to talk about this fitness, health, and what we love, basically. Yes, all of the good <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it's a, I'm really honored. So thank you so much. It's my first uh, yeah, podcast. So thank you yep. very much. It's an honor. My pleasure. <laughs> so let's start with you. Let's, let's start with your introduction to the world. Yes. Okay. Well, my name is Daniela Corda. So my fitness name is Coach Cords. And my my niche is training women according to their unique infradian rhythms, also known as your unique menstrual cycle. So yeah, and I guess how I, I got into this was I came across these studies of because I think as women we're told often, you know, you must train the same way throughout the month and you know do head training, you'll lose weight and, you know, eat these really restrictive diets and cut out carbs and do all of this crazy, crazy stuff. And the way I think about it is if, if that stuff worked by now, it would have, right. And we wouldn't be in the same cycle. And what I, I always kind of say to my female clients is that we aren't in fact, tiny men, our unique female biochemistry is completely different to that of men. And you know, we should eat and train in a way that honors that. And, you know, we absolutely do not need to be doing the same kind of training all throughout the month. You know, we've got to mix it up. We've got to exactly. keep it fresh, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and I guess because yeah. it's the body as well, you know, everybody is different. You know, if, if someone's doing like suppose hit, someone's doing hit and it's working from that person, it doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's going to work for you as well. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I am, um, I also kind of fell victim to this, this trap of, you know, women shouldn't lift weights because it's going to make them bulky, you know, just do the treadmill and like, <laughs> this is, I mean, it's, it's, it's madness. So this is when I was about 16, I was in high school. And as I mentioned before, I fell victim to this trap and I, um, you know, was just running for hours on end every day, you know, kind of only just eating a bowl of all bran and maybe an apple, you know, and that was it. And I just, 
ran myself to the bone and just only did hit training. You know, I lost my period for a year, which is oh so incredibly dangerous and unhealthy. Um, but at that time I was like, Oh, this is awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah. like this is great. And my mom was like, Daniela, this is really serious. I was like, yeah. is it though? It's pretty cool. <laughs> only just, yeah, it works for me. <laughs> That's just because I didn't have the proper education around it. And now looking back, I was just like, wow that is you know and you know there's some women who've lost their period for months if not years as well and so my mission is to basically just help educate women on how to eat and train in a way that's going to support your hormonal fluctuations all throughout the month and introduce different styles of training as well that's going to really make you feel energized all throughout the month you know so yeah, it's been really interesting and really rewarding for both myself and the clients. I am 100%. This, this, you're doing the great work. This is, you know, I've, first time I've come across a person who's actually, you know, the person um, specializing in this um, sort of training, which thank is very so good. Much. I think uh, this will help a lot of people. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so basically, I guess kind of diving a little bit deeper into the the training side of it, what I found in my research is that, you know, women on their periods, I mean, that's when your hormones are at their absolute lowest. So the worst thing that you could do for yourself is to do your high intensity training, your boot camps, your, you know, all that really jarring stuff, because you are actually more prone to injury during this time exactly. of the month as well. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, I'd recommend kind of sticking to gentle yoga flows, focus on your mobility, your foam rolling, stretching, that kind of thing. Um, and then, you know, as you move then into your follicular phase, you're going to introduce a little bit of cardio, maybe, you know, something fun, you know, maybe you want to get into your running or something just to kind of wake the body up again. And then um, in your, <clears throat> excuse me, in your ovulatory okay. phase, that's when your, um, your hormones are all at their highest. So this is when you are naturally going to have the most energy. Yep. That's when you want to do your head training, your boot camp, all of that really, you know, kickboxing, all that mm. kind of stuff. And then when you head into your luteal phase, which is actually your last phase of the month, that's when your progesterone starts entering the picture. So that's going to be a really ideal and optimal time to start incorporating some weights, focus on that strength training, you know, and um, yeah, it's just been a really fun way to, to introduce clients to this new style of training. They're like, Oh my 100%. gosh, I'm yeah, this is but new for me as well. Like I'm, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm so glad. Yeah. And, um, and also another little interesting fact, this completely, completely blew my mind. Um, for women, if you do high intensity, like cardio based training during your luteal phase, which is essentially a phase where we want to be focusing more on strength and resistance mm -hmm. training, you could actually be turning on fat storage and turning on muscle wasting. So it's just kind of like, so that's just how kind of unique and intricate the female hormones are, you know? So if you keep doing HIIT training all throughout the month, you not necessarily going to get the results that you after because you got to switch up and work with those hormonal fluctuations. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm <laughs> glad I contacted you. This is, this is really international. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, that's why, I mean, when I found out this information, I was just like, 
we need to, you know, kind of louder for the people at the back. Yes, <laughs> and then and I'm, I'm glad this is going to go out to the world because people need to know this. Some people don't even know this, like these sort of things happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why yeah, it's, it's such an honor to be here as well because, I mean, as I have said before to my clients, you know, we're not we're not tiny men. We yeah. We need to, you know, our hormones are so much more unique and intricate and we need to honor that as well. Yes, 100%. With, with this, yeah. also, you um, refer any nutrition as well, according to... Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not actually a registered dietitian. Um, so writing up meal plans and all of that is not within my scope of practice at the moment. Exactly, yeah. But I can offer, yeah, but I can offer nutritional advice. Um, so there is, you know, especially for women during, you know, your menstrual phase, you're going to be wanting to include... You know, more iron-rich foods. So I can, if people are plant-based, I'll offer, you know, what plant-based options are going to be better. If you eat meat, then, you know, meat options. During your follicular phase, you want to be supporting the gut. So you want to be eating more kind of um, fermented foods, Mm. like, you know, sauerkraut, your kimchi and all of that. Um, This is just going to be like a a brief kind of like overview. Um, Yes, of course, Yeah. And then during your ovulatory phase is when your estrogen is at the highest level. So that's when you kind of want to include more uh, phytoestrogens, such as your Brussels sprouts, uh, broccoli, foods that are going to help flush out that excess estrogen. Because, yeah, that's where most of these PCOS um, and premenstrual symptoms come from is um, high, high, too high levels of estrogen in the body. Yeah, so we kind of want to help flush that out just to kind of limit the, the PMS symptoms and really all of those interesting. things. Well, yeah. And then um, yeah, and then as we head into the luteal phase, then we want to incorporate more, you know, slow releasing carbs that's gonna help stabilize the blood sugar levels. Um, things like your beetroot, your sweet potatoes all of that kind of thing as well. So, and yeah, I mean, I can, I can vouch for this. This is the way that I eat and train. And there's this, there's this stigma around it where women, we've just, this is like our hormonal disadvantage and we're just meant to feel really, can I swear? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit, maybe. (laughs) I like, you know, I like (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be so, edited if they don't like it <laughs> okay okay <laughs> it's like we're supposed to feel really terrible during um you know our menstrual phase and we have all of these symptoms like tender breasts and cramps and all this stuff but the interesting thing about this is that although these symptoms are so so common they are actually not normal so that just shows you know, as women, we've just been conditioned to believe that, okay, we just, we have all of these, you know, feelings and all of these things and we are like hyper emotional and we've got these cramps and all these other effects, but it's actually not normal for us to experience these at all. So it just shows how unbalanced all of our, all of us and our unique hormonal systems exactly. are to a certain degree. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in this phase, do you, any, any preferable time for exercise or they can do any time? So I suppose, you know, in this phase, I suppose these three, three five days or seven days, do yeah, you yeah. prefer, like, is it preferable time or um, less weights or more cardio or less cardio, more weights? During the menstrual phase? Yeah. Yeah. So during the menstrual phase, I I would definitely recommend 
I just, what I do for myself is I just really slow it down. So I'll focus on kind of rehab work, you know, stretching, mobility, uh, yoga, foam rolling, that kind of thing, going for nice long walks. So, so yeah, so that's kind of, that's what I would recommend. Of course, then, you know, some women may feel that they actually do have a little bit of energy during this time. Yeah. So then I recommend, you know, maybe you want to do a, a power yoga class or like a bar class or Pilates, something that's got a little bit more, you know, to it. To, yeah. 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 So it's all about also just listening to your own body, I think. Exactly. Instead of that's the main thing. To, yeah. Listening to what the media is telling you to do, is, which is... You know, if you think about all these slogans, like just do it and this and that, the next yeah. thing. I'm not saving anyone. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but as women, we take that in. We like, then we start feeling bad and we're like, oh no, but, you know, I couldn't possibly take two days off when I'm on, you know, during my menstrual phase. When in actual fact, it's going to do your body so much good because, as I mentioned before, I mean, this is when your hormones are the absolute lowest and you're more susceptible to injury. So, and I also fell victim to this as well. Like a, yes. a year or so ago, I was still, I was like teaching a hit class, um, you know, and, you know, doing box jumps and then I put my back out and, you know, so this, this is real stuff and it's all backed by science. So, um, yeah, now when I have to teach and a hit class. And the experience does matter because you've been there. So you can exactly. tell someone, look, don't do this. I've done this and it's not good for you. Yeah, exactly. Learn from my mistakes. Don't That's go it. and make those mistakes yeah, exactly. yourself. Don't, you don't have to just do your own mistakes. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So with, yeah. These, with these, suppose, I suppose, you know, these timings, um, let's say um, someone wants to come and, you know, lose weight. And then mm. what are the, what are the foods or drinks you will tell them to avoid at the beginning? So obviously we want to try and avoid um, overly processed foods and drinks as much as possible. So, and also I would always recommend is to try not to skip breakfast. Um, I know that there's a lot of kind of information out there around intermittent fasting and all of that. And yes, of course it's, it works um, for some individual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, again, I found uh, during my research is that, all of these medical studies that have been done on all these diet trends and fads, such as intermittent fasting, for example, the only participants they had in those studies included men and then women in their menopausal years. So women in their menopausal years, obviously their hormones obviously remain constant as well. Okay. So, so women in their reproductive years have actively been left out of these studies. So the, you know, results that you can get aren't ta- necessarily targeted to women who are still experiencing the 28-day infradian mm. rhythm, you know. so In studies, people are very smart on down there. They just want to put out there the good thing. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. the whole information. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, studies have also shown that they can also, you know, women who practice intermittent fasting, it can actually shrink their ovaries over time, um, which I found was also really, really interesting. So, yeah, so, I mean, my, so, yeah, my top three tips would basically be to, of course, avoid overly processed food and drinks and eat your breakfast, even if it's just, you know, a smoothie or something, just something. Um, and then the next would be to just, Try to 
try to just eat from home a little bit more. You know, it doesn't have to be, we don't have to cook overly gourmet meals and stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, we're all we all starting from different points. Yeah. And, just, and I think the moderate moderate is okay. You know, you can eat anything as long as yeah. you're just not going crazy over it. You know, you're not having like three times pizza in a day. You know, it's just this is exactly. crazy. You can have pizza yeah. once in a while, you know, it doesn't matter. Like Absolutely. I am not a clean eater, but my mm. 90% meals are clean. You know? Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, 10% is okay. You know, you can't be just going really strict. I'm not going for competition. I'm just keeping it fit, healthy. That's it. Exactly. And having that proper balance, because otherwise, you know, then you just, you're just going to binge and overindulge later on down the line as well. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And obviously just having really balanced meals wherever you can for the majority of the time as well. You know, you've got your carbs, your proteins, your fats, and then also your micronutrients. Too. So yeah. do you do this full time, I guess? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tell me your, your particular, like the, as a, as a personal trainer or as a health coach, um, what's your day like from morning to night? My, my daily routine. <laughs> Let's get into it. So, um, <laughs> so I start most mornings. I get up at 10 to five um, cause I'll have my first client around about six in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you as well. <laughs> I, and learned, then, um, I think since I have started these, I've, I mm. think interviewed maybe five, six people and mm. no one has ever said they get up at five after five. Every really? Morning, yes. And I love this <laughs> because I'm the person. Yeah. You know, I like, I, I usually I supposed to get up, I uh, used to get up at three 30 in the morning. Wow. Before before yeah. I was uh, before uh, COVID because I was going to work so I was starting seven o'clock so I would get up three thirty go to gym come yes. back get ready to go to work but yeah. since since COVID happened so I, I'm four thirty five four thirty five but I mm. everyone is just you know five o'clock and I'm so glad like no one is saying you know I'm getting after five I'm so happy about this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's like it's yeah. I mean, I guess. You become so, you get kind of used to waking up at that hour. Um, obviously, it's a lot more challenging in winter than it is in summer. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I the reason why it's quite like a random time, like 10 to 5, but I, I really like to just have a really like quiet morning to myself because as a coach, you it's it's a you expend a lot of energy throughout the day and not just yeah. through exercise but also you know motivating people trying to Mentally. help them through exercises you you're constantly giving out energy so i mean when i first started out in this profession i was just feeling so completely drained and like wiped out and i was just like but how can waking <laughs> earlier now make me feel more energized <laughs> you know but i've just found that you know i like to just do 10 to 15 minutes of you know, a guided meditation or just like a basic five little minutes, five minute kind of yoga flow, just something like that, you know, some journaling, like some gratitudes, what are, you know, perfect, what are my intentions? Perfect start day? of the day. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that's, I give myself around about like 40 minutes or so just to kind of decompress after waking up. I know that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> it does, like, definitely does because that's my ritual as well. <laughs> Yeah, just to kind of feel more grounded going into exactly. the day and checking in with yourself because you're giving so much of yourself to other people all throughout the day. And then, um, yeah, and then I'll have my cup of coffee, go to the gym and then have my clients. 
Um, what I've recently started doing now is also just implementing a couple of just some boundaries here and there um, where, you know, I'm now not working all hours of yep. the day, but I have a couple of hours where, you know, maybe around like lunchtime in the afternoon, I've given myself two hours where I can train myself because that is like my form of meditation and I need that as well, exactly. you know? So just, it's basically, I guess, in a nutshell, just allowing myself to fill my cup up first so that yes. I can be my best self for exactly. my clients. And yeah. other, because if your you cup know. is empty, you can't pour it to anyone else. Brother, it's not going to work. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you feel yeah. when, okay, um, I believe, <clears throat> because I, I've experienced this. Uh, how do you feel if someone says, why do you have to get up so early? Why can't you just be relaxed a little bit? Do you yeah, hear yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of people, because now I feel like my biological, I mean, my body clock is just kind of wakes me up organically now. Like, like this morning, I only had to be up at like seven realistically, but yeah. I woke up at 20 past five. <laughs> and I was just like, but then I feel really energized. And I guess some people, sure, they ask and they think like, oh my gosh, you know, five o'clock is so, that's just like wild. And you know, it, it is in the beginning because it's, if you are going, if you're waking up at eight o'clock and now all of a sudden you want to start waking up at five, of course, you're going to it's feel gonna, exhausted. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's all about that gradient. So, you know, maybe you, for a week, you set your alarm for 15 to 30 minutes earlier yeah. and then you work your way back. Yeah, gradually. Yeah, everything. And it's, that's the same with like a fitness journey as well. I mean, I'm not going to, someone who's never run before in their life, it's not like you're going to go now and run, you know. He'll say, okay, see you later. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. See you at the finish line. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people, they, they, maybe they see kind of the benefits of waking up early and all of that, but don't really necessarily understand why or how. And so I guess I just try to, approach it from a very compassionate way and say, well, if this is something that you are wanting to do, this is how it's benefited me. This is how you could maybe work towards also getting up a little bit earlier so that you have that time for yourself in the day, you know, and those hours in the morning are so precious because it's so quiet as well. Yes. And it sets you know, your day according yeah. to you, not according exactly. to anyone else. Exactly. And for so like long, the first thing I used to do is just grab my phone, scroll mindlessly on Instagram for like 20 minutes. And that's just the worst way worst. <laughs> to start for yourself, way. not to anyone else. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're only just causing harm to yourself at the end of the day, you know? So, and if you try to tell, um, if you try to tell someone this, um, they'll say, um, no, nah, you crazy because, you know, I've seen, I've seen people, you know, they just get up and then just go Instagram or anything, whatever social media they have just lying in the bed, straight on the phone. Yes. Um, yes. And I say like, why do you have to do this? You know, just relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a phone. It's not going to be, if, if someone messaged you, it still be there. If you look it up after one hour. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's just because we want that like constant, you know, instant like dopamine hit by checking yeah. these messages. Yeah, so that's why I also try and like not check my phone for the first hour or so. Yeah, perfect, Unless yeah. it's like from a client who's maybe cancelled the morning session or whatever. Mm. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's so funny um, with um, so my husband, he, you know, often like he also the first thing the alarm goes off and then he's scrolling on Facebook and then he just couldn't understand why he was feeling so like 
unmotivated for the rest yeah. of the day. And then so I just said to him, I was like, well, maybe, maybe. I'm not telling you what to do. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. maybe try it's just, you know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Maybe just give this a go. And he's been, you know, practicing that for like a lot longer now, just like kind of leaving the phone to the side for a little bit and focusing on breath work in the morning first thing. And he's like a completely different human. Like it's it's been amazing to to watch. Yeah. 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 So it, ha- it really- happens. It happens. So one person in the if you're one person in the house is so active and so yeah. this, and the other person is not and then the active person mm-hmm. would feel for the other person okay why yeah. is he not doing this why is he not listening yeah. to me yeah. Yeah, and yeah. the other person thinks why is this person is so crazy you know doing all these why things why can't around so much <laughs> <laughs> I know I know it's such a fine like balance I think mm. the way that we you know not just even you know we're just in life in general I think the way we approach conversations and other people and should be with like you know compassionate curiosity as well um and i know that i mean no one likes to be told what to do so exactly it's kind of like as a coach you try to get people to answer their the question themselves instead of find the solution themselves i guess rather than <laughs> tell them you know what i mean <laughs> from like a life coaching perspective not like a yeah not even just not even just personal trainer or anything even you know yeah you, if you try to tell someone, you know, okay, this is not good for you. I say, okay, no worries. You, you don't do it. Yes. Um, if you yeah. do it, that's okay. You know, we don't yeah. need to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> as, I, as, I, as I heard somewhere, um, one of the, um, I think Instagram just did, you know, the motivational speech, like if someone doesn't want to come up, you cannot bring someone up. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. That's a exactly. Very powerful speech. You know, it, it's, yeah. it, it, it proves like, you know, you probably have so many clients coming in very, it's, very, you know, uh, motivated for, for the first week and then second week, you don't even hear from them. You just. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the thing as a, as a coach, you can do so, so much and you can really give your all towards this person, but if they don't want to be helped themselves, then there's work that they got to do on themselves first in order. Cause it's not, it's not an easy journey either, no. you know? So it's, you have to go yeah, through pain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've got to go through pain. You've got to be uncomfortable. And yeah, so I actually, um, this is a bit of a tangent, but I, I, I really want to get into more kind of like calisthenics type workouts. Um, I think yeah. maneuvering your body weight is so empowering. Yeah. So I do I calisthenics, went- you know, and then I don't yeah. call the word pain when I'm training with them. I call them, yeah. okay, who's ready to have some fun? When I was having fun, yes. oh my God, he's talking about fun. Here becomes the pain. I, <laughs> I like it. It's like you like punking them. <laughs> so they say, okay, we know the definition of your fun now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I get that a lot as well. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that I had like a pretty strong, like base level of fitness and my goodness, that was the most humbling session I've ever done in my life. And yeah. I just, I mean, the trainer. Alex Tennis is really good. You know, it, it actually it's, tests it's, you with your fitness. Exactly. Exactly. I walked in there and I was like, it's cool. I can do a pistol squat. Like how hard can it be? <laughs> and then I get there and I was like, Oh okay, my God. so I'm, like, I'm coming to you like for whole of February and the whole of March. I pay them up front. I was like, I want to work on these skills. Like, let's go. Because that's the thing. You've got to feel that discomfort in order to get where you want to be. I mean, you can't expect the results for work that you've never put in. Yeah. You know? So it's, um, yeah. It's also, it's also challenges you as well, because when you, when you're trying to achieve something, so suppose you just say pistol squats, you know, 
you mm. tried, yes, you think like, okay, I can do this. But when you couldn't do it, it, in, it sits in your mind that, okay, yes. I need to complete this task. Yes, you know, exactly. It sets exactly. a challenge for yourself and then you think, okay, how can I achieve this? Yes, exactly. And then you just start from, start from the ground level That's again. It, yeah. Gradients, you yeah. know, just take because it no one is, forward. no one is, you know, no one has ever like whosoever can do the handstands, the pistol squats, yeah. anything hardest thing. They didn't do it on exactly. the first day. They probably trained yeah. for a year for that. Exactly. All we exactly. see is just he's performing it, but we don't yes. know the, how hard he's worked for it. That background, yeah. What goes on in the background yeah. and how many you never, hours? You never see that. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's what's even what's really rewarding about being able to do all this cool stuff, like your handstands and yeah. you know, archer pull-ups and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, it's really, really, it's very admirable, I must say. <laughs> How do you, okay, this is very, <clears throat> so I suppose, you know, we just talked about this, like people come very motivated first, first week and the second week they just kind of, you know, rattle they're just like okay i can't do this Mm, if mm. you have to maybe you have in the past how do you motivate them to come back or they have ever come back once they're just gone yes yeah i would i would say um you know just never forget about your why because there's always a reason why we start right you know (laughs) I see you nodding there. I think you agree. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, because I mean, we all, there's always a reason why we start anything. Yeah. And then as soon as things get even remotely challenging or uncomfortable, that's just now, you know, our subconscious mind and our programming kicking in, being like, oh, no, no, this is bring it back to where we're comfortable. And then we never really grow or build resilience through that. So yep. it's worth pushing through and, Promise you, you can always make it to the other side if you yep. just. And the people who never come back, they went. They never heard a why. They just yeah. came because they saw you working out. Okay, mm. I can do this. I can train because I had these people coming in and so like. Yes. Okay, yeah. I yeah. want to do this with you. Okay, no worries. Yep, no worries. Okay, yep. One week, fully, yeah. you know, every day coming in, and then slowly, yeah. slowly. Okay, I can't come today. I'll come tomorrow, and then day after day after, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The way the way I also see it is I always say to um not even just clients but friends as well, I say, you know, you wouldn't cancel a work meeting with a colleague or something else. So see this hour as a meeting with yourself. And if you wouldn't cancel on other people, why would you then cancel on yourself? Yourself, yeah. You know? So it's a good point. And that's also kind of helpful to like put it into, into perspective a little bit. And yeah, you know, that's why I also find like my morning routine is like that meeting with myself and it just, it sets you up, you know? Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Um, there's another friend of mine. Um, she does the postcard podcast as well. <clears throat> she talks about this, like putting in everything in the calendar, whatever you want to do in a day, which is yes. the good thing as well. You know, that, that sets out like when your alarm goes, okay, you got to do this for yourself. Yes. That's exactly. your meeting. That's your meeting. So she yeah. said, like, I've got everything calendared in my phone. Yeah. So whatever I have yeah. to do in a day, it's just there. So I can't exactly. miss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It keeps you on track and it holds you accountable as well. Doesn't it does. It? And then yeah. you can't say, you know, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> there's, there's no excuse. There's <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's, it's, it's a really, really cool thing to just, yeah, as I say, keep you on track. Yeah. We, you know that we were just talking about this um, the social media, like people go through the social media a lot. 
mm-hmm. with social media as you as probably notice um though we are on social media of course that's how we met each other on social media mm-hmm. but what what are the effects on fitness industry of social media mm-hmm. of course there are there are people who are spreading good word out there of course there are people who are teaching like us teaching people to be in a right yes. place what do you yes. think of the effects of the social media i think it's it's multifaceted to be honest um i mean as you mentioned there's so many you know there's so many positive you know accounts that are you know encouraging people and you know promoting body body positivity and all of that and then on the other side of the spectrum you've also got a bit more of like a toxic kind of approach where you know things are photoshopped and there's this and there's that and and like i think it's just so i mean now that i'm 30 years old now and i can see past that but i thinking back to my 16 year old self who was you know you know really restricting what i ate and over exercising mm. seeing stuff like that now like it would just it's just it, it it's sometimes it's not a very healthy approach to it you know yes so yeah and i think but there's also so that's also the beauty of social media is that you have the power to choose who and what you, content you want to consume you know so i mean i think you know everyone out there who's in the industry is you know there's no kind of restriction so you can say like okay eat this don't eat this that 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 if they're not actually don't have the proper qualifications then it's like how do you how do you know who to trust and who not to you know i suppose so yeah i guess it's it's a catch 22 i guess because you know there are people so i suppose one bite is working for me if i tell you okay i eat this from morning to night if i tell mm. you to eat the same thing you might not got uh, you might not get the same results as i did you know Absolutely. you might get the better results than i did yes yeah yeah everyone's completely you know, different he gave me he's given me this this diet and then it's working fine for me but if i yeah. give the same diet to someone else he might mm. go <laughs> he's like yeah exactly exactly <laughs> we're all completely different and again it's just it's just about being in tune with who you are being present how is my body actually feeling is this working for me how are my energy levels how am i sleeping how's my mood you know yeah. so it's it's all about what works best for you at the end of the day and i'm a strong strong believer in that yes and i usually say that to people you know if they are asking for really you know give me something what can i eat my body's like this how can i look i'm mm. a certified person if you want exactly what you need you need to find a certified person go get yes. your diet correct from that person then you exactly. see the results exactly so that's actually also what i've done now i've partnered with a registered like hormone specialist and um dietitian okay. in cape town and when my clients come to me and they're like okay i need a meal plan or anything like that as i mentioned i can suggest what foods to include in which phases but i it's up without it's out of my scope of practice to provide you with meal plans but here's you know a person that i'm working with and it's it's working really really well i think it's so great to also you know partner with other people in the industry you I mean you learn from so many other people and you know it's to try and get the best results for the clients as well from 100% clients, 100% you know? yeah in, in everything not just clients not just training mm. not just your exercising what's your biggest mm. challenge in in biggest this- challenge what has I been the biggest challenge in the past or 
currently biggest challenge? I think that's a great question. And just off the top of my head, the first thing that comes to mind is my biggest challenge is overcommitting. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, I I definitely love to say yes to a lot of things. Um, so I think maybe having like proper boundaries in place, maybe. Um, and and yeah, I think also finding that proper balance. Yeah. With in terms of like work life, personal life, and social life as well. Yeah. I think there's like a fine balance there as well. So, you know it again comes down to like those boundaries like this weekend i've got zero plans and i'm thrilled <laughs> thrilled about it. <laughs> it's like time. these two days is for yeah. me <laughs> yeah exactly i'm gonna take my dog for a walk i'm gonna go to the beach and like that's it maybe read a book <laughs> so you know so yeah i would say maybe that overcommitting and and um balance let's go to opposite <laughs> i think you've already answered that your biggest yeah. strength i think you've already said that but just my biggest strength. Yep. Damn. Uh, <laughs> I would say I'm a pretty compassionate person. Um, I, I'd say I'm also I'm, I'm dedicated to to all of my clients and my friends and my loved ones, and uh, I offer a lot of support as well. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Good and support. pistol squats. That's also a strength. <laughs> That's you earned that. I earned that. I worked hard for that. Yeah. <laughs> How do you deal with the injuries if someone's injured while training? So I I would definitely recommend them to a proper physio because I mean obviously in our sessions we can do stretching and foam rolling, but if the problem persists, I'm not going to continue to to push them and necessarily train that same muscle group or on circuit. Again, I've, I've also got a, a physio that, that I myself go to and okay. who I recommend to clients as well. Um, it's like rather, you know, I'm, I'm also, I'm not a, a proper physio, so yeah, of course, yeah. I can't um, tell you exactly what to do. So I'd say definitely just, you know, um, kind of direct them in a way to the, to the professional, I'd say. Yeah. If, so I suppose, you know, when, one new person comes in. Mm. So are you, um, you you're training them online, <clears throat> and they have really bad form mm. because new person, you know, sometimes they don't know anything about it. They have really bad form, and then yeah, for some reason you're trying to teach them, and they're not getting it right. Mm, yeah, <laughs> got to be super patient, super yes. super patient. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> patience is massive in this industry. I have to say. Um, so that is the thing. Obviously, if it if the client lives overseas or you know um, in a different country or whatever, mm. then then it really is about focusing, taking the first couple of sessions on really just nailing the basics: how to perform a, pop, a proper squat, a proper push up, all of those kind of things, and taking the time to get that right. Um, on the other side, on the other hand, if you do have a client that lives, you know, in the same city as you, or whatever, I would always recommend maybe coming into the gym for two to three sessions or whatever, mm -hmm. where I can really show you how to, you know, where foot placement must be and and all of that kind of stuff. But with the online, it it is it is a little bit more challenging. It's challenging, because, yeah, yeah, because 
Yeah. And then it's also, you know, sometimes the client's moving around and then you can't see their whole body and it's like, okay, can you please just adjust your screen? So, that, <laughs> so it's like, there's a lot more time involved yeah. there as yeah. well, you know? So, um, so yeah, patience massive. And I think it would just take obviously a little bit longer it as does. well to, it does. Yeah, because you just need, need to, to put in the basic first before they start doing actual Absolutely. training. Yeah. If you don't have those, like the basic foundational moves waxed, I mean, obviously you're more prone to injury. You're not going to get results the way that you want to. And it basically is all just, it's yeah. fairly ineffective. Exactly. As well, you know, exactly. Yeah. Because of that posture, if the posture is not correct, you know, sometimes yeah. like I, it, I was training one person took me just, I think three to four weeks just to get the posture right. Exactly. Yeah. It, I can even it wants to lift heavy. Right. So you cannot lift heavy because there is no point. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, <laughs> again, just starting small, starting small. How do you, how okay? do you train? You know, sometimes I listen, you need to go lightweight, just get the posture right. We'll get to the lifting yes. later. But exactly. Exactly. When the posture start to get right, disappeared. <laughs> Oh, man. oh no you yeah, see that's because i think if got like maybe maybe i'm speaking out of term but there's you know people want results and they want them really really quickly it's really like, quick you know yep. you, see, you see all these programs it's like get like abs in two weeks oh, yeah. kind of thing but it was and there just are people on instagram the or youtube or anything do this exercise yeah. for 10 minutes you'll have ab in 28 days come on I'm like, guys, come now. <laughs> it's just, yeah. And then that also just gives people the idea that, oh, but I mean, this can't be so hard. And yeah. it's, I'm going to get really, really quickly. But it's, you got you to enjoy the process of it as well. Not yeah. just, you know, Not the just, results yeah. will come. You've got to enjoy it, be in the moment, be present with it. And that's it. Yeah. That's what people don't understand. Exactly. <laughs> how, do you, how do you track the results for your clients? Uh, is there any, any app you use or you just check with them on the messages or phone? Yeah. So I, I try to get my, my clients to take some like before photos, before we start sessions. Um, I like to also, you know, take some measurements and yeah. then also I, I also create my clients hate this. Oh, shame. <laughs> um, I create a benchmark workout for them. Mm. So basically like a, depending on where they are, if they're super, super beginner, it'll be like a 20 minute, um, AMRAP. So as many rounds as possible. Okay. And it will just include, you know, your basic exercises as well. It's like, obviously for someone who's a bit more advanced, there'll be some more complicated exercises and it would be like a 30 to maybe 40 minute AMRAP. Um, and then I try to do that every month or every second month. And I had the most incredible results with this client of mine. Um, she's an online client that actually lives in Switzerland. Oh. And I actually want to grab these results. I know I won't waste time with that, but she had the most incredible, incredible results. I think the first time she did it, she completed like two and a half rounds. And then the next month she completed like four and a half or five rounds. And that's just through consistency. And it's yep. the exact same workout, exact same person, exact same time of the month for her. And it was just like all the other variables were, you know, consistent. So yep. it was just. It, yeah, it's, it's very so surprisingly cool. how we, um, you know, improve. <clears throat> if you're not tracking, um, you don't know yeah. what's achieved. Exactly. Exactly. And I find also a big thing with, um, with the clients is that they obsess too much about the scale. Yes. Um, and for me, I, 
that's why I rather say, okay, how are you feeling in, in the clothes that you're wearing? Um, have a look at that progress photo that you took in the beginning of our sessions. And because at the same time, if you're building muscle and losing fat, it doesn't yeah. mean that, you know, the, the, the number is going to go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the number's not going to go down. So it's... Um, I don't even remember last time I checked my weight. I don't even know what I weigh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember once because I had to go last year, I think I had to go to the doctors and I was, I was, I think 69, 70 kilos. And then that's it. Yeah. And I think I'm still the same, but it's just because my body is the same. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. So it's, it's really interesting. I just always say to my clients, like, let's not worry too much about the scale. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now the main question of this whole oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> you sort I'm of scared. you sort of answered that in your whole this session, but why what was your why? What was my why? Um well I guess my main why was did I have I mentioned this already? I'm not so sure, but my main why was to actually find a way to cure my hormonal cystic acne when I was like back in my yeah, teens and early twenties, I had been to so many dermatologists. I don't even want to know how much money I've spent on pills, lotions, oh potions, all this stuff. And no one could help me. No one told me that, Oh, actually hang on, wait, the healing needs to come from the inside. Like you can't, you can buy creams and stuff and all of that on. And <clears throat> I was, you know, overtraining, under eating and all of this. And I just thought, well, if the, surely this training and this fitness stuff should make me feel good. But my self-confidence is at an all-time low. I've lost my period. I'm looking so underweight. Like my mom wants me to go in into like a rehab clinic kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. And my why was essentially there's got to be a better way. And yeah. finding a way that is actually sustainable and also just enjoying the process of it because the results will always come. And if you actually just honor your body and appreciate everything else that it does for you, mm. the results are going to come. You're going to feel better. You're going to have a more holistic approach to it. Yeah. And it's honestly been the most rewarding. And so I guess my, my why is to, from my past and the journey that I've been on and how it's, it's, helped me become more confident in myself and my skin and my body and, and just in general, that's, I want to give that to my clients and absolutely beautiful show them that there's, there's a, there's a way to, to make this really enjoyable and fun and fulfilling. And it's not going to feel like a task. It's yes. giving back to yourself, you know? So that's so wonderful. Yeah. yeah. That's the perfect why. <laughs> Thanks, I was getting really nervous when you asked me about asking that question. I was like, oh, no, this is, this is so perfect. Like, this is, this is exactly what I mean, you know? Yeah. The main why comes is, you know, when you know something that has changed your life from bad mm. to good or from mm. worse to good, you know, and then you think, yeah. you know, there must be someone out there with the same feeling, with the same situation, exactly. you know, yeah. if you... Yeah put out there, you know, you can give someone a hand, you can give this opportunity so people can understand. And For that's, sure. you know, it's actually the, it's like a, you know, it's the purpose of your life. Exactly. It's like the biggest gift as well. Yeah. If you can actually go out there and help someone in a way that's, 
that it's not just like a quick fix. It's something that lasts with them yes. forever. And it's just, it's sustainable and yeah. holistic. And then, you know, keep keeping people away from the pills and the medicines and all that. This is the best yeah, thing you can do to anyone. Exactly. Exactly. And that's just, that's all what health is. I mean, I don't think it needs to be as complicated as exactly. it's being made out to be. I mean, you know, eat whole foods as much as you can and, yes, and drink your enjoy water your food yeah enjoy your food exactly. live your life you know you don't <laughs> exactly. have to be tired like when you eat when yeah, you eat bad stuff you get tired you come home you're tired you're just on the couch yeah yeah you feel more lethargic and all of that as well it's it's really i, I can feel the difference when i'm yep. eating a little bit healthily for a couple of days of, or over a weekend or whatever and i just feel like going outside for a walk feels like a mission right now whereas like on any <laughs> other day like cool yeah. i'm stoked for it <laughs> yeah. my, my friends my one of the friends he said like well, i think you can fly now <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I can't. <laughs> i'm not a Amazing. superman i'm still human <laughs> yeah still human yeah fortunately, unfortunately. but they think you know i can do these jumps and these that but they say like yeah like, you yeah. you must feel like really young i said well i do feel young because you know i am light mm-hmm. i am energetic because you know And some of, some of the guys, some of the people, and I think like some, if I tell someone like I'm 42 years old, no one believes me. No, I don't even believe you. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, what is your secret? But I know what your secret is. <laughs> well, you, you're the same industry, so you know what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> We all know the secret. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, no, you're not 42. I said, yes, I am. So like, how, yeah, old, yeah. how old do you feel, do you think, in your inner body? So I feel 20, yeah. but, you know, my yeah, body yeah. is 42. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. To keep yeah, it up. <laughs> that's it. Thank you. Awesome. But yeah, um, so this was the, I would say, perfect session. Like, I really, really, I cannot believe, I re- like, I cannot emphasize how much I loved you having on this show. Oh, because this no, is really, you, you know, it's, it's new for me as well, because I never, you know, dealt with anyone like this before. You know, I never had this, anyone who had this, um, you know, scenario that you had. And this yeah. is perfect for anyone who's going to listen. I am sure this, this, this should go, um, you know, out to the world, you know, oh, and then people you. will reach you, of course. Yeah, I'm going to put you your, um, but sorry, the best contact is your Instagram, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Just my Instagram. Yeah. So yeah. Perfect. Uh, quotes, yeah. So we'll put that in the show notes. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. It's been incredibly yeah, humbling to, to be on here and share, share my story with you I and chat with such, you. Such it's a pleasure a- to have you on the show. You know, it's just um, really eye opening for me as well. You know, I've been, you know, in this industry for like last 10 years, but still, you know, I haven't heard about this. Yeah. It's, that's the beauty of this industry is that you. Yeah. And I'm now, now I'm glad why I started this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's so rewarding. So really, yeah. thank you so, so much for this opportunity. It's, it's really been wonderful. Thank you for coming in on the show. Awesome. Thank you. Chat to you soon. See ya. Cheers. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Fact King podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leaving a review helps others find the podcast. Join us next time as we get the facts about getting fit.